In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Over the last two weeks, we've learned that the best love is the love that love others the way, in the way that they need to be loved and not the way that we want to love them. Anyone who actually loses a loved one, whether it be from death, divorce, disagreement, or distance, asks the question, what am I going to do now? It's difficult to imagine life without him or her in it. And the real danger is when we disbelieve that life can go on by refusing to touch others and shutting up ourselves to all that life can actually bring and give us. The disciples shut themselves off today from the world in the upper room, isolated from everyone because of fear and disbelief. They didn't trust that there would be more to life. No longer eating their meals with Jesus or learning from him, they stopped Christ's mission of touching the lives of others with the word of Christ's peace. Those in the upper room suffer from the same thing as Mary Magdalene and Thomas the last two weeks. They suffer from logismoi. They were trapped in their own thoughts. Mary couldn't see through the tears. She couldn't see through the tears that Jesus was actually standing in front of her. And Thomas couldn't stop wondering if his wounded heart would, in fact, heal. Today, the disciples couldn't believe life would be outside the upper room. They couldn't believe that life could exist outside the upper room. They didn't believe the testimony of Mary Magdalene or the two disciples from the Emmaus Road that Jesus was, in fact, present that he had risen from the dead and he was here to give them a new resurrection life. And this is where Jesus enters, quite literally, into the story. He calls out Mary, wiping her tears from her eyes, and sends her out to the twelve. And he touches Thomas with his body and sets him back into reality. Jesus keeps coming out of nowhere to snap the self-centered, miserly, and closed-minded out of their upper rooms. How the Twelve needed to be loved is that rather than being trapped in one's own faith that can actually not see tomorrow or wallow in their pain, they needed Jesus' touch. They needed Jesus to touch them by opening their minds to the new resurrection reality. Jesus also does this for us. When a Christian loved one dies, there's a fear that, they won't that we won't spend time with them until the final resurrection. But Jesus' resurrection testifies that things have already begun. That we don't have to wait to begin to experience the resurrection life. We actually confess this in the proper preface. That our Christian loved ones are with us in Jesus Christ. Towards the end of the preface, we pray with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven. 
those words with all the company of heaven mean those Christian loved ones. At the Lord's Supper, where we are touched by Christ's resurrection body, and our minds are open to his new resurrection reality, we are actually spending time with Christians of all ages. The world says that death is the end, and we must shut up those memories in order for our minds to remember, because there will be no more memories. This tempts us to lock ourselves in our own upper rooms. But as we worship in the divine service this morning, right now, and receive the Lord's Supper, our mournful and disbelieving minds are now open to the new reality. It is precisely in worship today where your eyes are drawn away from your lost and your minds are open to Christ's resurrection. Sure, you can go through the motions of any worship service, but from the beginning, there is an acknowledgement that the world is more than you, that the world is more than just simply the upper rooms we manufacture. From the Kyrie to the benediction, worship means that you are not left unto yourselves in the upper room. Rather, in the divine service, you are touched by the resurrected Jesus, by his hands in the Holy Supper, and by his holy word that actually reorients us out of the upper rooms to touch the lives of others with the word of Christ. In the divine service, you become witnesses of the resurrection today. And that new reality enlivens us to live another way. As the disciples are sent out to touch the lives of others with the word of God, so now are we today. Because in the Eucharist, you take Jesus with you and carry the peace of Christ with you. So together with all the witnesses of the resurrection, those in heaven and those on earth, you leave the upper room of your self-centeredness and closed-mindedness and enter into the world of the resurrection. And in that world, you come out of nowhere to love people with the peace that actually touches. In that world, you come out of nowhere to love people with the word of God as living testimonies to the resurrection of Christ. This is the love given to us in the Eucharist that loves others the way they need to be loved. This love won't leave others locked in the upper room, but this love puts us in the lives of others so that Christ, through us, touches them in order for them to actually experience the resurrection body of Jesus. Then with Christ, they too will leave the upper rooms of their hearts and minds and head out into the world as witnesses to the resurrection life. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.